0: Hello, Babbleheads. Before we begin this next episode, a quick PSA, although quite redundant, I am going to mention again one more time this upcoming event here in Somerville, Mass. Somerville Open Studios, Davis Square, in my studio with myself and David Stupakis in person. My BFF will be here hanging out, bringing art. There's going to be so much art to look at, stuff that you could buy. We're going to even have special prizes and 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 special edition prints and if you're an aspiring artist and you and if you want to bring your portfolio we'll do a portfolio review for you it's going to be very laid back it's going to be fun three day art party Friday May 3rd is going to be a evening cocktail hour preview at six till about nine Saturday and Sunday from noon till six go to www.somervilleopenstudios.org for all the information, locations, and the times, all the other artists that are involved that you're not going to go and see because you're going to hang out with us, but you should probably go and look and then come back and hang out with us some more. Anyway, if you're in the area, please do check it out. David and I get very little time these days to be together, so the energy is going to be high. We'll be really looking forward to seeing some of you out there. And, uh, you know, mention uh, the this uh, podcast Give me Babble at the Open Studios. Maybe I got a special gift for you. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. Most likely, yes. That seems to be the way things go. Anyway, without further ado, here we go. Episode 36. (laughs) Run of the mill, money (laughs) grubbing, cunt fuck. Psyched up about this visit coming up. Fun. I'm really, fun. really really getting amped, trying to think of like some some cool stuff to, to do. I got um got it we got a couple emails from people. Um and one of them I seen one that's
1: talking somebody's planning on possibly making the trip.
0: Yeah, yeah. Caleb was asking about, you know, places to stay. So what I did was I put together a a short list of of nearby hotels and motels. Mm-hmm. Sort of just, you know, Pulled up the map and went through the most, you know, the closest and the cheapest,
1: reasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I wanted to be able to say to anybody who's thinking or considering coming, but they they just don't know how to go about it, or they they're just curious. I you know, Boston ain't cheap, but you know, it's there are some reasonable spots the little bit further out you go. They're still, like, within T distance, so you can get on the, mm-hmm. the train, and and it's, like, anywhere from, you know, f- an hour to, to just 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then if you have a car, there are cheaper places where when, you know, friends and family come to stay, they stay a little bit further out in Burlington, which is only, like, 20-minute drive, which is yeah, shorter sorry. than the T ride from Eight Boston. Eight yeah. You know? And, you know, averaging around a 100 bucks. So starting around, you know, the list that I made, you know, is starting anywhere from, you know, I think the cheapest was about 70 bucks. But, you know, that's more of a like, That's going
1: pretty far out, though.
0: Uh, 70 bucks was there was one in Alston that I that I found. So, oh, OK, but that's 45 minutes to an hour on the T because also you got to take the green line around to the red line. Oh, yeah. So it's yeah. it's reachable by train With you don't need a car. But, you know, when you, there are also some places in Boston that I found in Boston proper that are, you know, the cheapest being 120 bucks, 115 bucks at the, like the Plaza, the Park Plaza Hotel. So, you you know, if anybody is listening um, and they were thinking about, you know, coming in and don't know anything about it, I made a short list of hotel names. If you email us at gimmebabble at gmail.com, I'll send you a copy or be happy to sort of like, talk to you about, you know, via online, how to get here or whatever. Some, some ideas. Uh Uh Otherwise, you know, if you do diligence, do your own homework, you could find something pretty easy. But, you know, if you're going to be close, the closest uh, for under $150 is in Cambridge, which isn't too bad. But if you're nothing in Somerville for under like 200 bucks,
1: Wow! Really in Somerville? Yeah,
0: 170 bucks plus tax. You know, you're you're talking like 200 bucks a night. I thought Cambridge would be way more expensive. Well, there's more places in
1: Cambridge. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they
0: have the options with the cheaper ones, Mm -hmm. where there. Cambridge is super close. Yeah, Cambridge is like 20 minutes. Uh, You can even walk. Uh, Yeah, I walked that shit when Colin was here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, in Harvard Square, I mean, 140 bucks was the cheapest one in Harvard Square. It's a nice place to stay. Yeah, it is. It's a place
1: whatever. to stay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, if you're coming to Boston, you've never been to Boston before. It's a great place to stay. Sure. Lots yeah. of good restaurants and places to go.
0: Yeah. Be, be happy also to make recommendations from uh, stuff like that because mm-hmm. what the hell? Yeah. And uh, yeah. What else are thinking? like, if If you're an artist and you were thinking about coming – I was going to say, um, we invite you to bring a portfolio. We'll give you a critique, too. You want to do, like, a little critique time? Oh, that'd be fun, yeah. You know, yeah. Like how, a great idea. how universities, you know, like, have open studio critiques. You bring your portfolio, open portfolio. That's a, portfolio
1: a great day. idea, yeah. So
0: if any young artists out there, or not young, okay, you have to be under 12, no. If you're uh, <laughs> any artists between the age of, I don't give a shit, come on. Any artists who would like to have a portfolio review too. Yeah. You know, and, and that's great. Get have some critique. Be happy to um, oblige on that because we're going to have yeah. some time in between, you know, Not yeah. gonna, and get,
1: uh, a, get a critique in person. Yeah. Get a critique. Yeah. I like that idea. I like that idea. I'm getting psyched, dude. I'm getting Good. super psyched. Good. I haven't had a chance to start going through everything yet, but I'm going to try to do that next week. Mm. Towards the end of next week, start going through everything, organizing and you know what I'm going to bring and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So, but, uh, yeah, I'm getting amped up for it. Good. Because it's coming up quick.
0: Yeah, it it's just a few weeks away, man. A few weeks away. I'm already starting to get like all like nervous about how I'm going to pull the place together. and I'm going to put up a couple, uh, oops, like little walls Yeah, to wrangle people down into the studio. Partitions. Yeah, yeah. Just clean up the studio a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And
1: uh, usually you tend to keep, well, maybe not necessarily. I was going to say you tend to keep a pretty clean studio, but I can remember S- second Avenue getting a little nuts at times.
0: Yeah, it gets organized. It's like enough for me uh, to walk through, but everything's scattered. Plus I want to set it up so that there's yeah little displays of art. Yeah. Cause there's going to be a lot of art. There's going to be a lot, a lot, oh. a lot of teeny tiny things. A lot of, a lot of little knickknacks stuff that I like. I bust out for certain occasions, like the street fairs and, and shit like that. Yeah. And um, everything else, I'm, I'm like slashing prices. <laughs> so if you can make it in person. Oh, has got
1: to go. Go.
0: Normally $120. Now only $60. <laughs> only in person. You know, there's gonna buy be one, more.
1: get one free.
0: Yeah, buy one. <laughs> Just buy one. Two drink minimum. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you have to have two drinks. Two drinks minimum.
1: <laughs> even though we're not charging,
0: yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Still
1: a two drink minimum. Hi, oh, welcome <laughs> here.
0: Have a shot. I'm sorry, my son <laughs> is too young.
1: And, yeah. oh boy,
0: yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Get come was, one, come all. I was getting the yard ready for us to have a place mm-hmm. to like sit and do a little barbecuing and I get the fire pit. At mm-hmm. night, so we could have our fireside chats.
1: The briquettes going.
0: Yeah, I'm going to walk the bike path and pick up all fallen branches from the, the heavy winds we've been having. A lot of heavy winds, so I'm I'm anticipating a lot of down branches, uh, so we could get those fires crackling, crackling throughout
1: Big the bonfire night. In
0: the- <laughs> <laughs> tiny, it's going to be a <laughs> tiny. It's in my Smokey Joe, you know. It's like I know.
1: A- Smoky Joe. <laughs> Yeah. Is, that, is, that, is that the name you gave it? Or is that the, is no, that that's what, the what game it's was?
0: called. That's what it's called.
1: A, a Smoky Joe. never little, heard that before. Tiny,
0: tiny barbecue.
1: Like a hibachi, me. I've heard, but never a Smoky yeah. Joe. Uh, smoky Joe is, I guess, a little bit bigger than a hibachi. Well,
0: no, hibachi, I think, uh, usually it's small, it's rectangular. Square.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Smokey Joe is round. Round, baby. It's round. Get smoky yeah. from there. <laughs> mm, yeah, but I was at the market today picking up a nice piece of cad. Piece, nice piece of fish, and I was looking at the scallops they have there. And I've got those beautiful oh, the
1: skewers going. metal
0: skewers I have, and just yeah. throw that like scallop, and then shrimp, and then scallop, and then shrimp, and then garlic, and and then you throw that on the smoky gel. Oh, after a few drinks, you know, you like you're like, oh, I'm so drunk. Well, I got to sop it up somehow. Let's throw some scallops on the skewer. Oh, trashy but classy. Kind Trash. of a, but classy fellas, you know? They're good. so <laughs> like about Fraggle Rock. You said trash heap? Trash heap. Oh, not the trash yeah. heap. Uh, I'm excited to introduce you to my new gin drink, too, because I'm so lonely drinking this here by myself. Wow. The fucking no hard booze for me, baby. The floor. The hit the floor. The hit the floor, <laughs> the
1: hit the floor yeah. yeah.
0: it's the hit the floor. You'll be a,
1: using me to sop out oh, <laughs>
0: You don't have your dreadlocks anymore. Dragging me around. I can't use you as a mop anymore. Yeah, I know. I'll bring them with me though. You have that short hair. I can use you to clean Uh, your head to clean the grill. There you go. (laughs) Oh, Oh, brother. Oh, brother's right. Well, 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 well. Yeah, I was was thinking. Also, we should be able to do some uh, some live feed stuff while we're here. Oh, and see yeah. see who's online while we're uh, doing it. Maybe we could do some live Q and A, you know, feed stuff. Oh, That'd be fun. So if anybody comes up, you could get some Q and A going on. That'd be really really fun. Speaking of Q and A, speaking of the devil,
1: we got, speaking of devil, we got some right.
0: Yeah, we got we got a couple of questions, and and um, actually we got we've got uh, a new writer in. Which is fantastic. Always have a nice. new, a new listener, a or, or, or new, whatever correspondence. And uh, would uh, would you like to start us off with a little bit of that that old funky music? Sorry for this bad version of the song. I have to Wow.
1: That just oh, hits the never, soul. Uh, never get sick of that one. Yeah, huh? just like
0: a, just like an early morning spoon. <laughs> early morning spoon. Just makes me want to go right back to sleep. <laughs> well, we've got q and A Q&A from <laughs> from uh, um, from a, a new a new correspondent named Paige. Page. Page. Hello, Page. A new York one. Right. Uh, it's regarding New York. Actually, I right. said, "Hello, David. My name is Paige, and I went. I went through the entire Gimme Babble backlog over the last couple wow. of weeks. <laughs> <That's brave. laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> that's <brave. laughs> that's yeah, It's poor thing. It must be like so bitter and like oh. I, hate <laughs> stuff. I work ten hour days in a warehouse, and my ears are very grateful to have your company. Well, oh, thank you sweet. for." <laughs> suffering through it. Now that I'm caught up, I thought it was time to submit my own question. That's the right attitude, folks. We like mm-hmm. that. We like mm-hmm. that. To participate. God damn it. My partner and I are thinking about moving to New York City Ugh. Ugh. along with don't do it. <laughs> along with our, our two cat boys, uh, Magnus and Kermit. That's adorable. Kermit, oh, that's awesome. My well, little kitties in about a year. That's good. That's good. Thinking about it ahead, first of mm-hmm. all. Very, very smart and almost absolutely. Oh, anyway. I dedicate I dedicate as much time as I can to my art with my current job, and I'm ready for the next step. What advice do you have for me, apart from scrounging and saving every penny that we can? Thanks, guys. Well, your, thank you, Paige, for writing in. And that mm-hmm. is a, a, that is that's a, that's a tough nut that the move to New York, I mean, it's a good move. I don't Absolutely. know. I don't know where you're moving from. If you're moving from, uh, Iceland, then stay there. Or, if, <laughs> 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 but, um, don't,
1: don't do it. No, the, um, two, I don't know what type of art also that page is doing. And if it's like, if she, you know, is trying to get involved with the gallery yeah. world or, 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 you know, commercial art or, or, what kind of art it is but I mean it's definitely great to be around your surroundings and that I mean I think you can literally do anything from anywhere in the world with with the whole you know internet and connection with people that way but there's nothing like being in in the places that yeah, that's happening, especially at. especially
0: in the beginning stages, you want mm-hmm. to be like a, you want to be a, like a heartbeat away from everything because the accessibility is everything, and things move really fast. And New York City is cut moves through. fast. It's it's cutthroat city. You really ne- you need to like if whatever you're doing, whatever you're into, you've got to stay on top of things, and having that accessibility makes it so you can do it. It does move fast, but it's got all the tools there to help you move at that pace, as long as you've got the stamina. So you got,
1: yeah, you've got to you 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 gotta like ride with the waves here, yeah. man. It's like it, mm-hmm. it's like I've heard that term before and I never really understood what it was, whereas like uh, the this city will eat you up and mm-hmm. fucking chew you up, you up yeah. and spit you out and you know, that's absolutely yeah, what it's this not, place is. Like some
0: Whoops. people come in with the attitude to conquer New York. And, yeah, you that, know, this
1: place to conquer yeah, the, the shit out the of city, you.
0: It's not really built that way unless you wanna come and you you're like Want to be some super mega pop star garbage, you know, run of the mill, money grubbing, <laughs> cunt fuck. Which yeah, I don't know if you want. If you want to do that, then then you're all set. But you need a lot of money to begin with. But you know, it's it's a city to really you know embrace the the pulse of it the the you got like, you got to like like you said ride it 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 it's it's a current it's in and out the wave you got to catch a wave and you got to watch it as it's pulling back and you got to just keep your head above water all the time cuz you step out of whatever circle you're running in for like a hot minute and you got to start over again it's yes. very it's very much like that so just which it's just fine you just got to be prepared for that mentally to be like so you don't think that you're you're a failure cuz it could really beat you down and make you feel like a nothing because mm-hmm. to be something in New York all you really need to do is stay you know focused stay true to your think maintain integrity most important thing don't expect that you're going to make such leaps and bounds in a quick time very few people do initially especially on if you don't have like a shit ton of money cuz yeah. it right now Manhattan is a it's it's a very difficult place to live I don't know if you're planning to move to Manhattan. If you got that kind of money, then good. If you don't, chances are you'll be in the boroughs, you'll be in Queens, you'll be in Brooklyn, you'll be in, I don't know, Staten Island. And
1: let, me, let me tell you this. Those areas are really expensive. Yeah,
0: too. there's no real cheap places.
1: Yeah, unless you know? you're going way out. Like if if you're in Queens and you're going way out into Queens, because Queens is like the biggest borough, and mm-hmm. you can go way out and feel like you're not even in the city anymore. Yeah, you know, yeah. because you're not. You know, yeah, you're, yeah. you're you're out you're, you're in you're not. S- suburban uh, s- suburban area and something, stuff. Something
0: something that might be, I don't know exactly what you do for work, but something that might be smart when you're moving is um, don't expect that your first place is your permanent home. You yeah. Know? Expect to be a little bit transient. Yeah,
1: moved, I've moved three times since I've been here 20 years. i moved three times. You've moved quite a few times in the time that you were here. Yeah, quite a And you were and, here for a super long time as well.
0: Yeah, I moved to Manhattan 95 when things were, you know, at the time still expensive, but nowhere near as expensive as it is now. So I had more options. I lived in the East Village down to the Lower East Side, down to Wall Street. This is all pre-9-11, so there was like a ghost town. And I was paying like 300 bucks to live in a... In a a floor through so loft crazy. that now would be about ten thousand dollars a month. No That's joke. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But um there's there's a good chance that you're gonna have to find a, a cheaper, smaller place, and get your bearings, expect to take time, and whatever it is you're doing in your art, expect a pause, like and and not in a bad way because. I I was a New Yorker. I knew New York City like the back of my hand. I had friends. I had connections. I had a job lined up for me in a, in a restaurant, of course, but it was still a job, you mm-hmm. know. And it took me a, a year to get myself going again. And this is just like to physically and mentally prepare to pick myself up to go in the studio. I didn't have mm-hmm. a permanent spot. I was couch surfing for a few months. You know, I was bouncing around apartments. And also i didn't have like I was so overwhelmed by the city and the energy and everything that I was just absorbing you know i wasn't ready to produce mm-hmm. and that just happens. I think that just happens I've seen it happen i've I've witnessed it happen to a lot of people. some people take it like hard as if it's like a failure thing or it's like I can't get my shit together. You can, but you got to be patient. You got to take. I
1: think you have to refine yourself too with every single new environment that mm-hmm. you're within. Whether you're coming to New York, or you're moving to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. wherever it is, it's like you, you're, you're within a new environment. That mm-hmm. environment's affecting you, so you're gonna kind of re, yeah, refine yourself while you're there. And, and if you and, go
0: expecting that, you might actually yeah. it might happen quicker for you because mm-hmm. you're not like searching. You're not. You're, yeah. you're just. You got to wait. It's almost like you're, like you're waiting for something to arrive, but you can't. It, it'll. It'll happen. Yeah, but don't don't beat yourself up too much about having to take a hiatus from production, Mm -hmm. because moving first of all is a fucking trauma. That's gonna that's (laughs) gonna knock the wind out of you. Yeah, and then the expectations (laughs) that keep. Oh, sorry. Hey, what? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, 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 whoa
1: well the phone whoa. rings through my my
0: phone's on silent but it rings through my computer uh-huh. anyway um so i think the point is expect a, a break in whatever mm-hmm. momentum you're used to and and because you need to tend to important things like finding a place having a job making the rent finding your system that works in new york because every, survival in new york is finding your place and your and where to eat cheap where to buy cheap where to where to like what cable company to use? <laughs> you know all the yeah. little details that like, take trial and error. Give yourself eleven, twelve months to feel like you're really on your feet. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you're not going to be doing anything. Well,
1: also, too, New York's yeah. like that place where, where, uh, well, New York City is that place where, you know, you, you can be here for two, two years before mm-hmm. you really feel like you're. You're, I mean, dude, I've been here for 20 and I still don't even feel like I'm a New
0: Yorker. <laughs> well, don't, also don't do that. Don't push that agenda. Don't worry about like being a New Yorker because you know what? Yeah, yeah. You're not. That's
1: true. You're well, fucking yeah, exactly. not. And New if York, you're not from New here, York. Right?
0: Majority of the New Yorkers are made up of people who aren't from New York, but they're you become a New Yorker. You do. You do, but you don't call yourself one. You just become one and be one. You start mm-hmm. calling. What the fuck? All oh, right, that's it, StuPak. What's d- 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 going you. on? You know, once you start calling yourself a New Yorker, this and that, you're focusing on stupid shit, and real New Yorkers <clears throat> will really just dis- dislike you for that. But you're going to find your neighborhood, whether you're like, oh, I'm Park Slope. Don't be Park Slope. Oh, well, whatever, who cares? Go to Brooklyn. Have a nice time.
1: <laughs> just go wherever it's yeah, affordable. Whatever. In go, where you go,
0: can live yeah, find you a place <laughs> that you can afford first, and then yeah. explore the city, explore the neighborhoods, and then you'll find a place to settle down. Mm-hmm. You know, and feel like you could really dig in because some of the neighborhoods are really shitty, ratty, phony and or just it feels like, you know, crappy, you know, whatever, whatever you find, you find uh, your place.
1: Yeah, yeah. The other thing, too, is you've, you, you you move to areas that, that, that uh, this happens a lot here. I mean, granted, I don't know how much how much more they're going to be able to do because every area seems like it's been taken over. But like when I moved to Queens, the, the part of Queens I'm in, it was not gentrified at all you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it wasn't like the way that it is now you know Mm and now it's become to be this place where everybody wants to live and that you know and 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 uh so where i'm getting at with with that is even when you move to certain areas that are on the cheaper end you Mm -hmm. know give it a year or two and
0: stick it (laughs) out page page where are you from damn where are you guys from what do you do for a living and hopefully you have a job set up if not you know Fit that amount of time into that first year to find that job. You know, Mm -hmm. it took me a long time to find the kind of work that I needed to do in New York to survive. Hopped around a lot of different kind of things. um,
1: Now, that sounds like a lot of dread as well. Yeah, we're talking about, but it's also exciting. The best fucking city.
0: You know what? It's a fantastic city. It may not, yeah, it might not be the easiest place to live. Because of the amount of work it takes and because of the the non-stop. Yep. Just don't get caught up in the fucking bullshit of, of expectation of being in New York too. And being a New Yorker and only in New York. And that just happened. And all that other fucking internet meme bullshit. You don't don't get caught up in that. Just find sure. yourself through yourself and and explore explore like real new york shit because yeah like, you have the
1: advantage just, just think about everything that you have here at your fingertips i mean mm-hmm. other big cities have great museums and stuff mm-hmm. like that but uh,
0: great not food not you're, you're, this, you're not, not, uh, not to this level you're in store for some amazing food and i'm very jealous because that's one of the things i miss the most you know are my friends and the food yeah you know? And if you have any more questions about certain neighborhoods that you're think guys are thinking about doing, and what do they think about it, blah, 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 write us in about that. We'd be happy to give you our expertise, opinionated idea of how terrible that neighborhood is. <laughs> 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 Did yeah. you consider New Jersey? New Jersey is, uh, Hoboken is not that far away. And oh. you could get on that path train and however know,
1: hoboken's pretty fucking expensive now too yeah you it know? is
0: and also you have to jersey
1: city is really
0: expensive yeah, now yeah live with the fact that you're in new jersey so yeah. i don't know i don't have that much of an opinion oh i'm live in new jersey oh i live in williamsburg either one you know sucks. No,
1: here's here's the thing for me the, the the only reason why that we never did that was because it's hard enough for me to leave my own house and i live you know, like from the Met, I'm about 15-minute train ride mm-hmm. to the Met and that. Now, if I was in Jersey <laughs> with yeah. probably like an hour commute or something mm-hmm. like that, I would never come. You know, I would be never it's going hard. to It's hard. Like that. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's. it definitely is great if you live, you know, yeah. if, even if you're not in Manhattan, if you're still in, in an outer borough that's like still super yeah. close. Because like for me, I'm literally uh, three uh, – no, four stops into the city. Mm-hmm. So, And that's know?
0: why I'm saying – In the first year, if you have the opportunity, live in a smaller place in the area you want to be and then move out. This way you have that year to not only get yourself settled, but to explore the city that you went there for. Because once you get rolling, once you get your gears rolling and figure shit out, it's going to be even harder to break out of that routine and then Mm -hmm. do all that exploring and have that kind of freedom. And then you'll feel like, what am I even here for if I don't get a chance to use it? So I would take, you know, my Uh, advice if you have the chance between you and your partner find a smaller cheaper place in an area that you really want to be but can't necessarily afford a larger place in like find Uh a shithole and do your prospecting from there and figure out how to move into a larger place Uh uh that makes more sense in a neighborhood that might be a little bit more of a commute and blah, blah, blah. Because once you're in places like, you know, Williamsburg or, or whatever, Bushwick, you know, <laughs> I just get, you, know, you just but, don't like Brooklyn. Baby. Well, these No, no, it's not that I don't. It's, I just, I've, I've like, I loved Manhattan. This is like all in the past, like Bushwick. And how do, and, you, feel, oh, how do you feel about Queens? Queens, you know, I just have a different, muscle memory of these places when i think of brooklyn i think of my grandmother i think of like the very first house where i was living was was like in, in far out brooklyn you know yeah. i don't have like oh i hate brooklyn i hate people from brooklyn it's not a contemporary sort of thing that i don't like people yo yo who live in yeah. brooklyn it's my experience with brooklyn and and my time living in manhattan and how annoying the changes of the neighborhoods were popping here and there. And, and it's like, everyone's about this thing. And then it got built up and ruined. And everyone's about this thing. It got built up and ruined. You know, that whole just yeah, that's, baby, that's It's almost like area, coloniz- colonization of Brooklyn just made me sick. And how mm-hmm. like these pockets of like where everyone got pushed to, I felt like this place is cool. Why? Because it's cool? No, because you it's just have no choice. It has to be here. Otherwise, you're going to have to go back to Cincinnati or the suburbs where you come from, you know. Yeah. So that's my thing about Brooklyn. And, it, and that's you know, why I gag when I think about it because I, you know, <laughs> I would lose friends to Brooklyn, you know, because Manhattan would get more expensive. I got lucky and I lived in a place that was ratty but cheap. And, and I did didn't have to prime leave
1: location, though, in yeah. a great
0: location, but you know I had to suffer the you know the fact that I had you know no heat, no air condition, no no updates of any sort,
1: leaky ceiling, yeah, yeah, lift yeah above toilet leaks, you know,
0: falling walls, like everything that comes with the best of the worst kind of apartments. But you know, and then people would be like out and like you go visit them in in somewhere in Brooklyn. You take the train, you are walking around under the bridge, and it's bleh, it's loud, it's dirty, it's gross, and blah blah, and for dangerous and for what. No. You know, because it's cheaper, you know? cheaper but, yeah. but anyway, getting off the subject a little bit. <laughs> I don't want people to think I have such an awful opinion about Brooklynites. <laughs> I don't. I do not. So don't, don't get off. Don't get it twisted.
1: Anyway. But that's awesome, Paige. Definitely yeah, Paige, and good luck. Best city in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't been to Tokyo, but,
0: you know. I have, and it's an amazing city. But New yeah. York City is still the best city. And I say it again, it might not be the best place to live, but it is the best city. Mm-hmm. Very, my favorite city. My favorite city. Yeah. Top notch. Top yeah. notch. Best Top of to luck. Top notch. Let us know how it goes. Keep us, keep us in the loop about your, uh, your travels and whatnot. And if you have any more questions, let us let us know here at uh, gimmebabble at gmail.com if anybody has any questions <laughs> out there. Oh, Moving on now, we're, uh, you know, we're doing a little number from doobly doo in the dip it doo. We got a little uh, email here from Caleb. Caleb. Caleb Deal. What is the deal, Caleb Deal? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, David. It's Caleb here. Just listened to the most recent episode. Blah blah, blah and convinced myself to make the trip to Somerville and open studios. Blah 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 blah. blah. Mr. Rockwell, you mentioned cheap motels. but blah. blah, blah, blah. I was hoping to give me a blah, blah with recommendations. Yeah, I might have mentioned cheap motels, but you know, I didn't mention that che- cheap meant you know a hundred bucks or, or more. But I mentioned earlier, I don't know if it's in the podcast or not, but if anybody has any who is not able to do their own due diligence and figure out cheap places, I made a short list of. Close places by car or by train, and I'll be happy to forward that email to you if you write to gimmebabble at gmail.com For Christ's sake, <laughs> I'm really hoping to make it out. I have how many coffee? Yeah, zero, no one. Yeah, uh, a oh, wow. one. I had one. I had two. I had one at sounds like you like
1: had to drink a pot already.
0: Nine thirty in the morning, actually. Because I've been up, you know, I like to get up early and do a thing, and then you yeah. go and you run around, you sweat a little, you yeah. drink some bananas. The, the
1: exercise definitely get you going, yeah. too, for yeah. sure.
0: And these juices. I'm going to make you these juices every day. You come here every morning and wake up in your pockets, get your face out of the toilet, because it's time to drink some nice, thick, groggy <laughs> banana mango pineapple juices. Well, I thought
1: this is where the juice was, man. Yeah,
0: man. That's where it's going right afterwards, because the shit runs right through you. I will clean out your colon. <laughs> I will throw some sweet potato <laughs> pumpkin seed in there, and you're going to be fucking toot-toot-tooting like a clean tuba. All right, I'm going to go get some coffee. Okay, me too. Speaking thing. of coffee. <laughs> coffee break. Coffee break. Coffee. Coffee drink. Coffee drink. Coffee drink. Oh, right. Hi. Hi, Again. Back and back and back and back. Okay. Back. Back in the New York groove.
1: Back.
0: I'm back. Back in
1: the New York groove.
0: Ah. Uh. Ah, uh,
1: back in the New York groove. Was that it? Was that, all, was that all we got? No. No, we got more?
0: Well, we got Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb. wrote to us. He, uh, he says... You know, because it said recommendations, blah, blah. It says, while I'm here, I'll also throw a couple questions your way. Oh, sweet. Damn. Damn. See, that's some good thinking. Don't write us. Even if you want to say hello, don't write us without leaving a question. Please, 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 please. It makes my day. Pac-Bomb loves them questions. I I ma- it you. makes my day. It, you know what? It, it just, it just set a little makes bit Makes you feel more. like you loved
1: a little bit, right? Well,
0: it makes, it It does. It does. I'm not going to say it doesn't do that. But it, what it really does for me, right when I see it, is that it's a good, it, like, right away I want to call Stupakis and be like, dude, we got a question. We got to do another show. <laughs> you know, it gives me that extra oomph to get that show going. Going. You know? So, see you don't have to send us money yeah you could
1: (laughs) i knew it was coming
0: you could
1: (laughs) i knew it was coming
0: you should
1: (laughs) there it is
0: won't you all right caleb deal what is the deal caleb deal has five four questions four questions all right number one who is your favorite movie monster <gasps> Do- doesn't have to be one of the famous ones. Feel free to get obscure. Well, I'm
1: gonna go. I'm. Uh, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know. I, well, I'm gonna go with two for different reasons. You're allowed. Because I, I. I think. I, th- I, I think my. I think my favorite is one of the famous ones. It would be Bella Lugosi as Dracula, just because. I love that movie so much. I love how corny his Dracula is. Like I just, I you know, love everything about the way that he that he plays him. You what, know, what's your
0: favorite line? Do you have a favorite line from that
1: movie? Oh. See, I, mean, I want to go with one of the one of the famous They're ones. All but, famous. Yeah, They're all famous. They're all famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what um, is,
0: what, when you think of Dracula, you know what? Well, what, what,
1: instantly, I, I always think of I don't drink divine. Yeah, there you go. But, but, but there's also that one when he's up on the stairs and with the with the spider. And <laughs> yeah, I forget I'm... what he says, but it's fucking priceless. So, oh, children! Oh, 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 Was it is it children
0: of the night? Children of the night.
1: Yeah. Ah, uh, so good. But right, uh,
0: I, but, I do, can I say my favorite line for that movie yes, real quick? Yes. Because I talk to myself a lot at home, and one of one of the things that will I'll do is is recite a line from Dracula over and over and over again and it's more wolf bane every time like uh, <laughs> when his doctor what do you have doctor van helsing more wolf bane, bane. and then he's like uh, something much more um something much more effective and then he yeah. goes indeed. indeed and then he quickly like he doesn't finish the word indeed and he like gets thrown off by the mirror but he's like indeed and then he goes off but it that's my favorite
1: more wolf well,
0: well, bane and so I'll just be walking around the house, woo thing, more. thing, Anyway, okay, I'm sorry, okay. Why is he, I'm talking to himself? So. <laughs> you go, you go. No, your favorite, your second oh, favorite. Uh, your so second favorite.
1: My second would be uh, Jason
0: are Friday at 13. Are you wearing a Bela, uh, Bela Lugosi shirt right now? Oh <laughs> yeah! You are? Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh, too funny. You know, that reminds me. I, I I love getting off track because you know it's just more material. But that's too funny. <laughs> that reminds me of the time when I invited you over to the house
1: and, oh I, was, and my God. I was hanging out with oh Alex.
0: I didn't tell you I was hanging out with our friend Alex Um Hacke, who is a bass player in Einstein de Neubauten. And and you came. You were you were coming over, and you walk in, and you're wearing an Ister's t-shirt. And you but no the act. funniest
1: thing, but the funniest thing about this is that is that uh, I, I walk up, and you will, and 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 uh, I open up the door. Uh, um, I mean, you open up the door, yeah. and and uh, you were like, uh, "Oh, Alex's here." And then you notice the shirt, and then I was like, "Zip!" <laughs> yeah, you zip up and your like, hoodie, and then you came, in and you're like, "Nah, dude, you gotta unzip your, your hoodie, yeah. man."
0: And I got a great shot of us sitting on the couch, yeah. cracking up. Alex doing that's his best funny. Bobby De Niro face that he likes. Oh, to do. That that's uh, too that, funny. That reminds me. Of. But it's funny you're wearing that Bela Lugosi shirt. <laughs> okay, second favorite monster. Yeah,
1: so I, I, I would I, I would say I would say Jason, just because really? of, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, because he he like I
0: I've yeah.
1: seen uh, I was too young, and my mother's my mother's friend had taken us to the to, to go see it. It was I think part four. Mm. It was the one with uh what's his name there, uh Corey Feldman or whatever that's in it. And he shaves his head. It's that one. I think it's four. Anyways
0: I, I lose I lose track after three. Horrified. Of what happens. I was
1: horrified by that really? movie. It gave me so many nightmares. I just kept thinking he was coming to get me every time I was going to bed and all that shit. Mm. And uh it just it disturbed me like no other movie. And that, and then, uh, and then, and then, and then I seen The Exorcist. <laughs> that was a whole other fucking thing. But, 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 uh, anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was, that was probably, he's probably, so he, uh, he's, he's got a special place for me.
0: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I, I tend if, if you're going to go for the slasher murderer guys, um, I, I like Halloween. What is it? Um, uh, I was into it. it? Michael
1: Myers. Michael
0: Myers. <laughs> I, Michael Myers. I, I like Michael Myers. Yeah. I, I. But he's, he's not my he's, favorite. But he's the true—he's the true slasher. Uh, yeah, when it comes to the slashers, I don't know. Was he before Friday the first Friday the 13th? Yes, he was. It was? Yeah. Yeah.
1: They th- those Halloween movies are what created that whole slasher phenomenon. In that really, or or the first Halloween that everybody else started, you know, kind of like Romero zombies. But so who 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 would be your uh,
0: who would be your favorite? Boom, boom. I also think the music (laughs) makes me really like him more, too. He wrote all that. Yeah, I know. I know.
1: That guy is way too good for his own good.
0: Yeah. God Um, bless him. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. Love him. Um, Favorite. I do have, like, classic favorite. I really do love The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not my favorite of the movies, but he's probably one of my favorite of the creatures. Looking, yeah. You yeah. know, I always liked that look to him. And I think that look lend itself to oh, a lot of the other sort of so-called alien creatures like Alien, um, Giger's Alien. Like that's just kind of amphibious, man-like, odd creature. You know, I just loved all the fins and the ripples and the and the, yeah, absolutely. And all the absolutely. scales I mean, and stuff and the big webbed hands. I mean, this is completely on the nose,
1: but Shape of Water, which was like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, obviously, but yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. the physical resemblance is uncanny, <laughs> to tell you. Yeah. I have to tell you.
1: What would be a favorite, though, like out of, oh. out of any, if you could only oh, pick one? Oh, God. Would it be uh, Dracula from, or Nosferatu from... Uh, what's his name's?
0: Well, Klaus Kinski's Nosferatu. he's yeah. um in the Herzog one.
1: He is pretty amazing looking.
0: That is probably one of the creepier ones. Mm-hmm. Like, be and that was certainly inspired the one that they used in Salem's Lot because of course. that look. I mean, just that look the the big front fangs, bald, white pale like skinny almost looks powerless you know like you could totally take this guy on but it's, it's like blow him over yeah, but it'll break you in half kind of scary vampire we interrupt this program to appease all you horror vampire nerds and let you know that yes we are quite aware of the Murnau Nosferatu being probably the uh, originator of that look doesn't need to be said, but just in case you, 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 you horror nerds are, are like pounding your desktops being like, oh, "Hey, just a moment. Yeah, we know. I love vampires. I really do. Not all vampires. Like yeah, he's
1: probably actually my second favorite would be would be Salem's lot, you know, from yeah. the movie or TV show or whatever, the, whatever it was. What's
0: it? What's his name? Uh, Barlow. Stryker, and Barlow. Yeah, striker is the, the guy with hat. Yeah, he's the guy who takes care of him. But yeah, horror, horror. I mean, horror is such a big genre. I love, I love the the creepy crawling Japanese girls in the in in the Grudge mm-hmm. and in the Ring and on all those kind of. And I like, um, you know, the uh, the no face creature from Spirited Away. But that's not like a horror. That's not a, He's a bit of a beast, but it turns out not to be too much of a beast. Um. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Creature of the Black Lagoon and the Invisible Man; those two are some of my favorite characters because Invisible Man is such a kook. He's such a he's just insane. I love the ones that go nuts and insane. And um, he's, he's
1: the one who we talked about a while ago in one yeah. of the episodes, but he he pushes the baby carriage. Or yeah, something.
0: he like pushes the baby carriage. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh. It's like whatever. He's just nuts. Just uh. And you know he's naked too, so he's like ah. Yeah. <laughs> like this naked lunatic, and the voice—it's it, what's his name—the um Claude Rains. Claude, Cla-
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: so I think about Casablanca too, because he uh, he plays the uh, officer in Casablanca. You know, this is the you know the guy who pretty much you know saves I didn't know that Bogart's ass at the end. Yeah, so it's like it's weird. I think about those two together. Think about him. think of Claude Rains naked a lot. <laughs> 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 Ye- <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna go with those two, and I'm gonna stick to it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's there's numerous amounts of horror creatures. I love Godzilla. I love Godzilla's. You know, if that counts. Yeah, yeah. All the all, all Gamera and all these serpentine types. Okay, moving on. Caleb, that's a good one. Number two, are you currently reading, or do you recommend any books? And, you know luckily you got me uh, right before uh like right after vacation and I always take a book with me and yes I am reading a new mm-hmm. book which was recommended to me by my my best buddy there juliet who says it's one of her favorite books uh, by um uh Cormac McCarthy the guy mm-hmm. who you know might be familiar with uh, uh, he wrote the road that was made into a, a motion picture film and i started reading blood meridian and it is Fucking insane! It's so good that I don't want to tell you anything about it because I went. I got to check it out. I went into I never it, read any no, stuff. no ideas. Like you can have some preconceived ideas because of the author, and and Cormac McCarthy actually, uh, he was actually on one of the the expeditions with Mark Sopchak, our buddy Mark. He goes on wow. these ship expeditions up north and photographs icebergs and stuff and the collapsing universe, and. He was on one of those expeditions with them, which is wow. amazing. But, but anyway, this book is insane. It's so, it's, it's written it's so well, and it, it, the visuals that it, that it gives you are, like, you need some fucking inspiration. This book is going to is it gonna give it to you it's going to give it to you and it's going to fucking it's going to it's going to shove it down your throat you're mm-hmm. going to you're going to you're going to walk away with bruises for sure it's going to leave a mark <laughs> it's it. going to leave a mark on you and you can't help it it's like you have no choice it's like riding the back car of the world coaster you're going to get take the ride but you're going to walk away with bruises all over your hips and you're going to remember it yeah so yeah. i highly recommend this fucking book to you yeah. david and to anybody I'm really.
1: I gotta finish what I'm do, reading right now, but I gotta I got check it out. Mm. Definitely, I've been I've been trying to work my way through it for a while now. I got it. They just recently made it available on audio. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure libraries had it or whatever else, but yeah, they didn't. Uh, you know, with the, with the different platforms I use to buy audible books, mm. they didn't have it for the longest time. But I'm try- <laughs> I'm working because it's so fucking dense. Uh, I'm working my way through the Silmarillion. Sil-, uh-huh. Sil Sil is that how you say it? Silmarillion. Silmarillion. I don't know. But uh Tokens mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. or you know the Rings World. Uh and it's good. It's just really hard to get through.
0: Yeah. This this book you- is not a not difficult to get through at all. Yeah, it's, it's, like ha- it's, it's hard character. to put down. It's uh, yeah. it's it's so hard to put away, but it really does put it it's dark. You like dark, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's fucking
0: dark, man. And this is not like no science fiction shit, man. This is like you could look out your window and be like, "Oh, that happened right there," you know, or right now. You don't yeah, even know yeah. when it's happening, but it is. It's 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 pretty evident it's when it's happening. <laughs> But it's real. It's really good. And and actually, they're making it into a movie. I was looking it up because I thought maybe they did already. But I, I see that it's in production or post-production now. They're going to fuck it up because there's no way you can capture this.
1: Oh, because it's so, it's just, yeah. You, you it's need the of, imagination versus the actual putting it on screen. And, and, yeah, you know, because like yeah. in a
0: book, you know, compared to this is why I think that books and dreams are so, so closely related. Because when you're having a dream, you know. For instance, you're, it, the dream is playing out, and sometimes you don't realize, like, did I have this dream before, or am I dreaming that I had this dream before kind of thing, you know? So you know the background of a person and a place and a thing, even though you may never have experienced it before, but it, like in a book, when you're reading about an incident, let's say, just f- for example, the the man... With the yellow teeth stained from, you know, I'm making this up, you know, from years of, you know, smoking and coffee drinking and neglect, you know, due to his poor upbringing, whatever. You get all this information from a description of a person that you're meeting in a chapter. In a movie, a person walks into a room, and you see his yellow teeth, but you don't get all that. It doesn't have, back, exactly, it doesn't background. have the
1: backstory the, or, yeah. or, or, or the, the background yeah, to it. And really that, and the the picture, and the, yeah, which really paints the picture of that
0: character, and you and you get a sense of a, of a character much deeper than in, in a film. And this book is just laden with these beautiful visuals and the mm-hmm. poetry of it. Like, it it reads a little like, you know, like biblical, but not difficult Bible boring verse, it's just that the metaphors are so, like, and I and I checked the date, you know, of when it was written. And it was, uh, I think, eighty, eighty, early eighties, eighty-five or or something like that. Now look again. Uh, copyright eighty-five, first publication. It was in eighty-five. So, because immediately I'm like reading it and getting visuals which are reminding me of other things, other artists, musicians, painters, videos that I've seen that like definitely inspired by this and I'm like looking at the dates of them oh, and wow. this and being like, there's no doubt they getting stuff from this and it starts, things start to make sense where people are getting inspiration. see what the cover looks like? Okay. Oh, oh, this is, you know, I don't, you know, they're all different, you know, okay, looking yeah, covers.
1: Yeah. I'm just curious.
0: But, um, I think, um, That a lot of music, song titles, you know, paintings, and for sure things that I'm going to create are inspired by this fucking book, book, without a doubt. It's definitely one of those diamonds in the rough, like that talk talk album that we started listening to. um, Yes, like rediscovering that and being like, wow, it's like finding buried treasure. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna have to pick it up. Yeah. Pick, yeah, it, up, pick it, it up. Pick
0: it up today. Highly recommend it. And I would be curious because you always do the audio books, and I definitely once I finish reading this, I'm going to get in an audio book as well. And I'm curious about who would read it because who's reading it? Who yeah, very. Yeah. It's, it's it can very it can make
1: all the difference mm-hmm. both ways because mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes they can be so bad.
0: Blood Meridian, like so good. Wr- written by, read by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> and so he walked into <laughs> the plains. Like an army of blind death. No, I, I, that's not even a line from the book, but anyway. It sounded good. Yeah, thank you. It's all right. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you, Caleb, for that very um, topical thank question. You. Very, very good timing, because I haven't picked up a book in a long time. So read Blood Meridian. Uh, number three, what's the most prized piece of art in your personal collection? So Good questions, Caleb. Mm. Prized, prized, prized. What is a prized piece? <laughs> I have, um, I have it's a, hard because i got you know, so many from
1: different for different reasons, yeah. but
0: yeah, I have a couple that, um, from that Giger gave me when I went to visit him, and I've never like framed them or hung them or anything. I do have them almost if I had if i had a safety deposit box it would be in there for some reason i really like but i really have like my um hr gear timothy leary acid tab print that he he signed and gave to me mm-hmm. and i really like that piece it's it's definitely one of my prized ones but i don't i don't hang it or anything like that i i do have a great number of prized pieces in my personal collection
1: yeah it's it's hard because you get so because because you love them for so many
0: different reasons you know mm-hmm. yeah there are definitely you know, I've got a handful of uh, Colin Burns pieces that I absolutely yeah. adore
1: ah. I got a painting that a pro prel- like the first painting that a pro ever gave me I have one of your tree paintings mm-hmm. I have Col- a Colin painting. I have a painting that I got a long time ago from a friend of mine in Canada that I love. Mm. And then my mother has these beautiful, beautiful knife paintings that she was doing at one point, where she was just using a palette knife mm. and that. And they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. Hold on. I'll, I'll show you one of them. Yeah, sure. So this is an ocean one that she did.
0: Oh, wow. Your mom did that? Yeah. All right, pull, pull it up that's, and back. Pull, I, pull it back. Yeah.
1: I kept on telling her, too. I was like, you gotta do more of these. I mean, now she's experimenting with this other, like these these drip paintings that she's doing. Wow. But, um But this, I, I just, I love when she, she hit a point where she was doing these and she did like, they're so thick, dude, too. They're like fucking so heavy.
0: I love um, that. That is, that's oil, right?
1: Yeah, it's all oil. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And she did. She, she did quite a few of them, and that. And anyway, I, 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 that's one of my prized possessions. In that, but then she's doing all these other, awesome, looking, like awesome looking ones,
0: that are like just all drips and wow. stuff. I didn't realize your mom was a painter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a lot oh, of ex-
1: experiment. A lot of experimentation. Stuff. So she gets me fired up when I see what she's doing. So I'm like, oh, I want
0: to do that. Awesome. Very yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. But, you, you, you know, you get so many of them for so many different reasons. So it's hard to just pick
0: one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it could go down the list of, uh, you know, all the different artists whose work I have in my collection. But, you know, I the thing about art for me is it's it's a evolving, fluctuating thing. So whether or not it's the prize possession it winds up on the wall, circulates, comes off the wall, goes away, mm-hmm. you know, and changes places with another piece. Always circulating, moving. Goes around.
1: upstairs, goes downstairs, goes yeah. over there, whatever right now, different right,
0: room. Right now, all my buddy nesters are in my studio in in the basement because I'm not allowed to have them upstairs because <laughs> Juliet's, Juliet's terrified horrified of them. By them. Yeah, <laughs> so but I get to see them every day, anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah. but uh, yeah. that's pretty funny.
1: That's good. It's all good. right.
0: All right. All right. Next, I think one more. We got one more question in. Uh, any foreign horror movie recommendations?
1: Ooh.
0: Well, you can consider Herzog's uh, Nosferatu a foreign film. Yeah. I would I would run through all his early movies because some of them are, even though a little bit more of a, like, dramas, uh, they are kind of horror films. Yeah. In a way. A lot of real life kind of tragic horror.
1: Yeah. So... I don't know who the director is, but keeping with the vampire tune, which I'm sure you probably have already seen, but I, I know you have, David, mm. but uh, uh, let the right one in.
0: Yeah, um, that's a fantastic.
1: That's a, that's a really good, especially when you compare it to the American version. I,
0: I think that, that that with Swedish, right? The first one. It's right? Swedish, Yeah, yeah. I think Swedish. that is probably the best contemporary vampire film you know, I agree. of this century. That's probably the best vampire film made. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 It's so well done. It's so amazing.
1: I'm trying to think what else, but I, I can't really think of any. Oh. I tend to not watch too many of them because I have a hard time reading them, you know? So,
0: mm. so well, you know. You run through the, uh, you know, I'm sure Caleb's a horror fan. There's no doubt he's aware of the early uh, grudge films from yeah. the Korean and Japanese horror genre. I would look through those. Those are nice. Those,
1: those are, are really nice. good.
0: Yeah. Suspiria. That's the original Suspiria and any Dario Argento um, horror films. You could run through those. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are great. Um, I think. Foreign horror. Yeah. What about, uh, what is it, Thirst? That's another, that's like a Korean horror, like Vampire. I think they tried to uh, make an American version of it. Oh, you know what's a good one? It's not really a horror movie. It's called The Island. I'm going to see if it comes up. If I put, it's a Korean film. And it's more about like... A um it's got some gore. It's a it's a psychological with gore and and it's Korean film. I'm gonna look it up. The island. The island film. Yeah, you're gonna get all these movies that are not it come up if you put it up. <laughs> Is this it? No, 2018, my ass. The Island, Korean movie. No, Battleship Island. No, that's not it. <laughs> Taxi Driver. No, it's it's really it's it's a film about this guy who's like a he's a, a criminal and he's hiding out, like he was he's being looked uh, chased and he's hiding out in there's like um a place where fishermen go. And you, they rent little floating cabins on this lake. Maybe it's called the lake. I think it's called the island. And I have a so DVD. Eating them all. DVD. No, he's like, he's just hiding there. And there are all these different tents on this lake, and there are different things going on in each one. And there's at some point, I think, somebody shoves fishing lures like up their snatch like really weird oh. shit going on yeah like yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not good <laughs> it's really weird <laughs> it's not <laughs> good <laughs> But I, it's it's got it's got certain yeah that one I could pass <laughs> it's 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 got certain images that stick with you and another one of scene is you know this guy who's like a philanderer having an affair with a younger girl obviously out there on this thing and and because of the culture they also like fishing so it's like all this stuff while fishing and he, he like catches a fish and he's talking about the freshest sushi in the world and he just takes a slice out of the fish eats it and throws the fish back and the fish remains alive. Kind of like how they, you know, cut shark fins off, but this fish just keeps swimming and I think he gets caught again. It's just a very bizarre, you know, like weird imagery and metaphors of, 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 it's just awkward. It's awkward, makes you feel weird. And you know, that's sometimes that jolt that you get from horror films that you like. Yeah, a, that, I
1: need to watch a cartoon now. Yeah, it also
0: reminds me of this other movie called um, it's it's uh, it's called Come and See. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's I believe about the Russian German um, front during World War II. Mm-hmm. So it's really you know um, yeah, it's it, it's really heavy and scary. I consider you know you know World War II to be horror films, and it there's a lot of violence. A lot of beautiful imagery, but a lot of like it's very sad and violent, and which is horror, right? Isn't violence yeah, horror? Yeah. Anyway, there's a couple images from that film that that stuck with me for a very for a very long time over decades, and one of them I've I've incorporated in my work of uh, which is the image of a gypsy carrying a chair on his back, and okay. I and I've done pictures of my niece. I think in two thousand and nine or something like that, when she was six years old. Now she's turning sixteen at the end of this. That's crazy. Huh? This month, which is nuts. But yeah, the picture of, of of someone carrying a chair on their back. These like gypsies who were like being you know pushed out of one town because of the war. You know, refugees. Anyway, very very intense, violent film called Come and See. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come and see. Look it up. I think I I, I borrowed. That. And that's a
1: foreign movie too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it's um. Where is it from? I'm gonna look it up because if you're gonna look it up, I want to see what you're gonna find out. Come and see 1985. Wow, same year that the Blood Meridian came out. What do you know? Bing, all these things. Yeah, there it is. I mean, <laughs> this is this is the image that that, that comes up. I don't, I don't know if you could see this little boy with a <laughs> oh, gun God. to his head. That that's is, a happy photo. Yeah, that's the uh, I image. Think that, <laughs> that's the, uh, I think, one of the end scenes. Really intense fucking movie. I think I lent this out to Dougie in New York. He denies that I ever did, but I never got it back. I just have it on DVD. <laughs> that's but that's it's
1: just—it's
0: filled with beautiful imagery. It's this—it's this, the contrast between the, the the gorgeous landscapes and and coming of age during a time when you're you were being persecuted just for the language you spoke or the religion you you're born in under and like, and I think it, it's very appropriate for for today because of to To be aware of the type of hate mongering that's going on around us, in in our own you know backyard, people hating on people, be based on nothing but where they landed on this rock, you know mm-hmm. where they were born, and it's just fucking disgusts me every time I pick up you know I read the news, you know one tragedy after the other, and this sort of race like bandwagoning of like people just very comfortably being bigots and it's, it's disgusting it's disgusting because they don't they don't they never felt the real consequences of it you know they could read about it they could celebrate you know, their heroes in post wars like these, these Nazis and stuff but they never really you know walked the walk and mm-hmm. that's the cowardly shit about these fuckers that makes me most furious that they're just like spewing you know, be, yeah, because because it's easy. It's so easy to do. You know, it's so easy to be that that ignorant, mm-hmm. that loud and ignorant uh, because of taxes. You know, yeah. It's just like anyway. I'm not going to get into politics, right? Let's not get into politics. <laughs> I I I I, I grab my uh, sketchbook to share with you, Stupakas, some stuff I threw I threw down. While lying on the beach reading, and then have a moment, be like, "Oh, I want to write something down." So I haven't read this yet since I mm-hmm. got back, and it's a lot very scratchy, scratchy, scratchy. So I don't know how it's going to sound. But I, my first write uh, um, entry was "Stick around long enough, and and we will come to see our ideas or vision." Our ideas or visions co-opted, aped, copied, disfigured, misrepresented, even succeed you. Watch them reap. Watch them reap, on what has been done before.
1: That's very that's very suiting for what we're just talking about. Yeah,
0: that that's you know, <laughs> apropos. And then the next page, on another day, I wrote: We need poetry, beats and pauses. Moments of undefinable beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing about, I think, was because uh, uh, pauses, rhythms, routines. I was thinking about, like, what I think, I think this is inspired, about thinking about what I like, why and what I like in painting and in mm-hmm. art. You know, what is it that attracts me? Usually it's certain color schemes that I keep going back to and compositions. And to me, that, that reminded me of writing poetry you know, it tends to be like shorter bursts of verse that have a rhythm to it, and the yeah. rhythm the rhythm is pleasurable. You mm-hmm. know, so I mm-hmm. find that, and it's necessary. When, and even in movies, from like art house films to you know blockbuster stuff, they have this formula. You know, which you can you can strip it down and see exactly the architecture of it. it's the same, even though the movie's different. But this is why we like it: is that particular you know routine uh want to be a part of human condition gets us it gets to us uh these are the moments we respond to and we mirror the moments of pure rage <laughs> <laughs> It is difficult at times. But, I knew it was going to uh, take a turn. It it does, does. It seems, I mean, it's like, we don't seem to be able to, we, we, this is why we can't have nice things kind of thing. It's like mm-hmm. we're humans and it's great and sunrises and bunnies, but everything is, ends up with like the, uh, the sunset, which is beautiful because of pollution and the rabbit winds up in a stew. Uh, it's difficult at times, painful to continue to portray a world of beauty, joy, and magic, within a history marred with violence, and evidence of it is everywhere, like a well-manicured graveyard. (laughs) Wow, that is pretty heavy. (laughs) Right? That's pretty good. Yikes. That's
1: pretty good, I like that one a lot.
0: Um, uh, Trails blazed, littered and abused landscapes. Just the random thoughts. Responding to patterns of color and shape representation, becoming habit, becoming dependent or dependent on particular representations. I think that's like skies that really turn you on, you know, cloud formations. I think I was staring at the sky there, tapping into the common quiet, mm-hmm. you know, peace, being at peace and rest, and mm-hmm.
1: you know, mm-hmm. so it's
0: not only the violence that jars me; it's the, it's the peace. A great many works of art are created as a result of reading uh, or movies or pe- reading uh, a moving piece of writing. A great ma- okay, a great many works of art are created by as a result of reading a, a great piece of writing. This is what I was talking about earlier, how this book that I'm currently reading inspired me. So many books and plays and poems have inspired the music and painting that stick deep within the mind, writing is such a vital piece of the creative ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the environment. Like, without writing, without books, I'm, like, noticing that so much beautiful music, you know, that I'm turned on by, you know, the lyrics or or the inspiration of that music and movies, you know, wouldn't exist. Just wouldn't, wouldn't be able to get, it wouldn't be that vehicle to get to me, you know? Absolutely.
1: You Absolutely. Know? You need that, uh, that uh, you know, that aspect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Right. So ah. I want to share that. Those are, those are some of the blurbs that I threw down after reading this book. So get this book because know, it's going to open it. your mind. I know. You, sent, you,
1: you sent it to me in a text, so I'm going yeah. to, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. Check it out.
0: Check, Hopefully, check, I'll be able
1: check. to get get a little way into it before I get down
0: there. Yeah,
1: or up there, or whatever the fuck it's yeah. called. Yeah,
0: up here, up here. Up. Let's, let's end this show with a reminder. Yes. Huh? Shall we? For those Let's do it. who don't don't know yet, on May 3rd, 4th, yeah. and 5th, I love the way the you edit? edited, yes, because originally I said all the wrong dates, you re-edited it. <laughs> I new, kept on right going
1: back over it, and, and, and my other thing was that, was that like little, little uh, you know, I might have had a little music? too much or whatever at the beginning, no. but then I was like, I probably didn't even need to do no. that.
0: But no, 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 it was good, it was good.
1: Yeah, to Never. have that little intro, but yeah, so, yes. so May 3rd. May 4th, May 5th.
0: Yes, and if you need Oops. more information on that, go online, www.summervilleopenstudios.org to find out more about um, the Open Studios. But David Stupakis and myself, David Hogbaum, will be in the house for three days, yeah. chit-chatting, making art, sharing art and if you're an artist and you want to do a little portfolio review we'll look at your art and we'll talk about your art because we love a salon, you know. Yes. And so it's going to be kind of I want that salon feel, but mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to bring your art and take it with you. You can't keep mm-hmm. it here. But um and you can take some of mine too if you buy it. How? Oh, just <laughs> oh. just letting you know, David and I will have art available for sale. Usually these things will have a lot of like on the affordable side. Because, you know, that's the kind of environment, but we also have stuff that, you know, you can give us lots of money for. But um, come and see us, chat with us, share, yeah, come hang out with us, you know. We'd
1: love to get you on the show, because I'm sure we'll be do- doing some outtakes mm-hmm. and recording some podcast materials. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're there, we're going to want to get you on the show, ask questions and talk to you.
0: Absolutely. We'd like to meet. And you know what? If you come and you reach out and you mention Gimme Babble when you're at the Open Studio... I'll give you a discount, even (laughs) further discount, because you know what? Everything is going to be so I'll give you something for free. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Yeah, I'll do the same. You know what? We're not going to tell you what it is, but you're going to get a gift. You get a free gift. okay? I like like this. And you just come. You mentioned Gimme Babble. Boom. You got a gift. Something to walk away with. All right. And it's not just a handshake. Oh, here's an edited out part. Censorship. Mm. Censorship. Oh, boy. Okay, but maybe we should edit that part out. <laughs> I think so. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's go somebody laughing. It's always yeah, going to go
0: somewhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Hey, so yeah, There's thank no you to way everybody. to not
0: upset people. There's no way to not upset <laughs> anybody. Thank you for listening to, to Gimme Babble. With David and I, we really appreciate you writing in these questions, which you can write in at gimmebabble at gmail.com.
1: So, again, Open Studios, open May, studios 3rd, May 3rd, Boston, Davis Davis Square area. Somerville. Uh, Somerville. Boston. Uh, May 3rd, May 4th, May 5th. We hope to see you there. We love you. Thank you for tuning in to another week. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Yes, we hope to have your ears in our f- mouth. Uh, any questions? Right. Send it to yeah, gimmebabble at gmail.com
0: Yep, and find us on YouTube. We got movies. You can find us on the iTunes and you can leave comments, which makes us even more happy, and you can also have a SoundCloud time. Good yeah. night. <laughs> Love you. I.